In Dick of the Week, we talk about dirty stuff and use dirty language. We're rated M for mature. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick. 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 Dick of the Week. Dick. 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 Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick. Dick. Dick of the Week. Give me that D, yo. Hello. It's been a really long time. So long. We are so sorry. It was a lot of my fault. I got mono, I got a summer cold, and I have a temperamental, well now seven month old, almost eight month old. So. Oh my God, she needs to stop growing. She started to crawl uh, <laughs> and plank. So that's <laughs> my life right now. My other kid never really crawled. She kind of like sat up and then started pulling up and then she started crawling after she was pulling up and cruising around on furniture. <laughs> So this kid's actually crawling, and it's like, no. Uh, but today, she just started, she pushed up on her toes and on her hands and was just planking. Oh, my God. Like, Jordan walked by and go, what the fuck is she doing? I'm like, she's been doing this all morning. I don't know. And the video I got of her, one of her knees is down, which is, like, not what she'd been doing all day. And my mom pointed out, I'm like, Mom, I'm telling you, she's been planking all day. I'm not making this up. Her knee just came down, okay? Uh, little baby, she's going she's she's to have the strongest core of all the babies. She has like a flat tummy. Her sister had a little like a little stuck out tummy. Cleo's flat, but she's just <laughs> wide. So they're built very differently. I mean, my other kid has abs now though. So Sabrina's Damn. like her tummy is so tiny. She has the smallest amount of fat on her tummy. Oh my it's, god! It's funny because when we're at the park and she's running around with other kids, like she looks like a ch- somewhat like a chonker next to them because her legs are real thick. Mm. But like she's really not thick. And she's not high on her percentiles. She's just short. All right. She's just short. Anyway, uh, hey, this is Dick of the Week. If you remember. (laughs) The podcast where we talk about everything we love and sometimes hate about romance novels. I am Liz. And I am Stephanie. And yeah, sorry about that unintentional hiatus. Shit just went bonkers. And And then we opened up to the world. Well, not really anymore. We're back to being cautious again but we all got vaccinated yeah vaccinations bitches yeah yeah get your vaccination but then i got a summer cold because i went into the world yeah in mono because my apparently my body's a baby (laughs) and can't handle uh anything yeah that's not great um it is what it is man yeah just oh i just got back from vacation i my husband and his family and i went to gulf shores rented a house on the beach uh, which was great. Didn't have to interact with any other humans. It was fantastic. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to Colorado this weekend for my stepdad's funeral memorial service because he he passed away back in February. Can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. So finally, you know, with the vaccination and everything, everyone's comfortable going. And so I'm flying, which sucks because mm. I don't want to fly with all this Delta variant bullshit. But um, I are you flying Delta too? <laughs> no. Thank God, I'm flying American. American. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I've got my flight Thursday evening at 7.30, so I will just – I'll have to leave before bedtime, which is kind of shitty for Jordan. Uh, and then I come back Monday at, like, 11 p.m. So, like, oof. But it's nice not to have to fly early, so I'm kind of, like, thankful. But, like, my – yeah, my flight on the Monday is, like, also at 7 p.m. So it's going to be, like, I check out of the hotel and then I guess just, like, hang out. So I'm trying to pack a really small bag. Yeah, that makes sense. A tiny, tiny bag, which I haven't like traveled in so long. And I'm hoping I can find my travel size perfume. But that's like something that's been like racking my brain. I still have not looked for it, though. So <laughs> it's clearly not that important. But 
<laughs> you can probably handle a couple days of that perfume if you need to. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, cause I can't take all my other like beauty products because like you can't take like you know, I can't take like, my favorite lotion and stuff. Damn, three ounces. Yeah. Get some little um travel containers that you can put that stuff in. Uh, I don't know if I'll make it to Walgreens. I can't even make it to the vet to get the flea medication. I don't know if I'll make the Walgreens. You can I literally need. stop at CVS on the way home from my house right now. I'm wearing the smallest shorts. I'm not going inside the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not dressed for the public. I'm not, I'm not wearing a bra. I'm not wearing, I'm wearing tiny shorts. It's like, this is not, this isn't, this isn't it. I'm also wearing a shirt that says, excuse me, bitch. So Jeremy wears that all the talking time. Yeah, so I love this shirt. Sabrina loves it. She's like, you got a Winnie, you got a Winnie the Pooh shirt. <laughs> I'm like, that's not what the shirt is. Sure. That is what it is. Oh my god! Yeah, so I'm going out of town. So that's we're we're trying to get some recordings in. Yeah. So we don't leave a, leave you in a lurch again in our listening public. So I'm mean, I'm sure all of you are so happy we're back. Right. You've missed us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, let's be honest. This podcast is an excuse for Lizanne to hang out. So and talk about what we like. Yeah. And this is the first time we're doing it in person. Oh yeah, we're not we're not on computers. We're in the same room. This yeah, is like fucking wild. We haven't done this since March 2020. That's so fucking weird. Oh my god. I'm just like glad to be out of the house sometimes. Like that's nice. <laughs> but like not too in the public. Like sure. Houses. So, uh, in the in all of this interim period where we didn't record anything. Um, surely I, we were reading a lot we were uh too bad i didn't take notes of any of it but i think i mentioned these books before the our little hiatus uh but i'm gonna go ahead and just reiterate these books specifically because i've kind of fallen in, oh i do have I, it's two different authors it's not really necessarily book specific but there's an author kate c wells kate with a c um she is the author of the feel bones motorcycle club romances and they're on KU, Kindle Unlimited, and there's two that you can purchase that are prequels. And they're prequels I highly recommend. One of them is like set in the seventies and it's like mm. um it's a nurse who came back from Vietnam and a Vietnam vet. And it's like Love it. So good. Um and then the other one is a age gap romance between a single dad and a wild child. And she's pretty great. And that's that's in current times. But she, Kate Sewells also has a series that she's start. She's got two other series she's starting that just has one book in each of them. Um, one, the first one's called Run, Posey, Run, and it's a mafia series that she's starting. There will be a second one for the driver of the main character of this book. The other author that I'm going to recommend is Katie Robert. Katie with a K and then two E's at the end. She writes uh, erotic romance. Mm. Um, so, But she found Kate Sewells. This is like why I'm recommending them both together. She discovered Kate C. Walls like two months ago and like went crazy on social media about her. And I'm like, and this is like after I've already read all of Kate C. Walls' books. So I'm just like, oh, another author I'm kind of fond of on social media is like finding these great books. But Katie Robert made the joke that kidnapping is his love language and run, posy, run. Because <laughs> he, um, there's a misunderstanding, there's a cheating misunderstanding. He mm. thinks his girlfriend has cheated on him and he kicks her out of the house and like, it's, it sounds so basic. But, like, the way she writes these characters is so interesting. Like, the, the main character is a psychopath, essentially. Like, he, he, buff, uh, and, okay, so, Run, Posey, Run is probably the most interesting of the books. And then, so, the other, the third series she's starting, it starts with hitting the wall, and it's a, it's a small, small town, 
uh, it's gonna be based on the family, the Wall family, which Ooh. one of the Wall brothers is actually in the MC series. Okay, so it's like a spinoff. Nice. So Run Posey Run also exists in the same universe, but you don't really hear about it. It's like it's like lightly touched on in the Steel Bones motorcycle series that there is a mafia. But that's like it. Run Posey Run. No wonder this is so up. It's my it's up my alley. Like fucking because this is like what you plan to do with all your different I things. Love it. It's <laughs> like it's like so tasty that, that someone's doing what I like. I'm actually gonna probably reach out to her and try to like. Uh, just chat because I just really enjoy what she does. But um, Run Posey Run, the main the the main the main relationship is Dario is the the lead the, the hero if you want to call him that, and then Posey obviously is the the heroine. Uh, the f- opening scene is basically him getting a video of her having sex with someone, um, and it's anal sex, and she's not enjoying it, and he knows that she doesn't really enjoy anal sex, and like so they don't they do it rarely, and she enjoys it when they do it, but like it's not something she's like. So he's like, why is she doing this for someone else? And the video is dated when he was out of town most recently, right? So she comes in and she's like, I did not cheat on you. And she sees the video and it's an old video that's been doctored with the new date. But if you look at the video, it's not, she doesn't look like that anymore. Like her hair is different or some shit like that. But he's so irate, right? Well, what we end up finding out is like, she wasn't really in love with him. She was in love with the comfort that he gave her, but she thought she was in love with him. Mm. But as she starts discovering new truths, like he wasn't the one that sent her flowers on her birthday. He didn't know her favorite candy, her favorite restaurants. It was a secretary to all these mob guys who kept track of all of it. Oh shit. Um, and so like she finds that out after getting kicked out of his house and being told she needs to run or the mafia will kill her. Cause she's a loose end now. Uh, cause she knows too much. Cause she's, she's actually, we find out as the story progresses, we find out she's, she's fucked like half the guys in the mafia. And like, the thing is like, like well with this guy, no, no, no before him. Okay. But like, there's no shame to it. Like this guy didn't care. Oh. Dario didn't care. And like, he liked her. Cause like, the reason why, he, and so he didn't love her really either until she like was gone because he liked her because like they'd play chess and they'd play like games of strategy with each other and he's a psychopath, but he like, she could beat him. And so he, and when she would, when she would beat him, she was so delighted that he thought she was just delightful. Like he really liked her for that. But like outside of that, there wasn't a whole lot of connection. Okay. And so when she runs, he gets mad because he finds out that the mafia has put a hit out on her. And he's like, no, if anyone's going to kill her, it's going to be me. Mm! That's the kind of relationship they have. And this is a romance? It is. And it, it, trust me, it's like it works. <laughs> he finds her and throws her in her trunk and takes her back home after she's run uh, and basically says, I'm the only thing that's standing between you and death. So I suggest you. Uh, he goes, if you're going to die, it's going to be because I want you dead. And so she really like she's like i hate you i didn't love you i and she's realizing it. like she really believed she loved him she was they she was ready to be engaged and marry him and give him babies like she was like head over heels because it was the first time a man's ever treated her well like like, because like, before before he thought she cheated her he'd like never hit her but her her bar was so low okay fair Because she dated all these assholes who like were like a, a be- women beaters and like cheaters and like all that he'd done none of that like he all he asked was oh that God. she stayed in his house was ready to have sex when he wanted to have sex, ate dinner with him, and played games. That's, like, all he wanted from her. And so she was happy with it. But then she discovers she wants more. And she, like, the rest of the book is basically her saying, I want more and I deserve more. And him being like, I can't give you more. I can't love you. I don't love. But I can give you my loyalty and I would kill for you. And then we slowly figure out, obviously, that he loves her. Right? Like, he he figures out that that's what love is, is the loyalty and the willingness to kill for her. (laughs) 
<laughs> but there are so many like bomb ass scenes where he like stands up for her in like these like amazing fucking ways and it's just like oh it's so good and like i'm not super into dark romance like i mean i read them but like it's not like i wouldn't say like that's my go-to bag sure but like this book isn't doesn't feel dark like she writes with such lightness and humor and like you just believe the feelings of these people and the fact that she points out that this girl was not in fact in love with him and like she discovers that like she realizes that about herself and there's like growth of both characters it's great and so there's a driver nikki who uh (laughs) the main character posey would like put he she knows he's fond of her like friendly mm-hmm. uh he's actually the one that's like you need to get out of town and don't take major transit he's like the one that t- points her in the right direction to get out of town so she doesn't get murdered by the mafia gotcha and so he's supposed to be the next book in that series Ooh. and but like he um there's like just like so many like fun discoveries happen in that book it's just delightful and uh, dario is a numbers man so he basically makes the mafia money through um socks and bonds okay it's because he's like hyper intellectual gotcha uh, but there's like lots of backstory between him and like so the guy the the don who's in charge now has like a fucking shithead son <laughs> who he wants to take over that no one respects or likes gotcha and that's the guy that's starting shit between Posey and Dario. And because this guy started shit with Dario, Dario's like, I will finish it. And essentially, everyone in the family understands that Dario is the most dangerous of all of them because he's like, he is a psychopath. <laughs> and so, like, they all keep on his good side. And no one's ever really seen him pop off since he was a kid. Mm. And so it's tasty and it's on Kindle Unlimited. So. Okay. I went, that Red is Posey totally Run. not my jam, but I, I feel like we haven't really done anything on, on Dick of the Week regarding like mafia or really dark romance. So, you know, what, let's, I'll reread it and you can, we'll do it for our next one. Cause it was, it was, I would reread that book. Yeah. With a little, little, uh, yeah. Tasty preview of, of that. Cause exactly. that would be kind of fun to do. Um, because yeah i i that is that is something i'm not like i feel like recently it's just like what are things that are brand new to me the romance that i've never experienced that we then can talk about on dick of the week yeah and then so then the, the other author i mentioned katie robert she has a book out called neon gods which is blowing up on tiktok yes it's a hades persephone retelling i own it it's great I, is it good I'm okay like halfway through i have not finished yet because it's a, i got i bought the hardback because i was like i'm gonna treat myself what I discovered is I do not read hardbacks right? anymore. My entire I, I have, like I, that's, five years ago would not have been the same. Would exactly same. My life has changed. I I own um I started reading and have yet to finish because I own it in paperback. Uh, people you meet on vacation because that was a book that a lot of people were talking about. I'm like cool, it's summertime. That sounds like the perfect summer read. And mm-hmm. and because I own it in paperback, my brain is like. No, but we have a Kindle. Let's just read whatever's on this. Yeah, I saw a really great tweet that was like, can we do what we do with DVDs where I get a digital download also when I buy a hard paperback book? I would be willing to pay a couple extra dollars if I had that choice. It was, yeah, it was. Because I want the paperbacks or the hardbacks, but I read so much better on my Kindle or on my phone. Well, I mean, I just will read. And like because of the kids now, I have like one hand free. I'm like searching for this thing I'm looking for. But yeah. Uh, but she has three. a bunch of stuff, right? She does. So I also she was, was a lot doing... of her stuff indie before this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so is this her first traditional? No, or one it's of... not her first trad. I don't think 
it's the first try that I've encountered of hers. Because I feel like this is the one that, like, everyone's been blowing up. It is one that's blowing up, and it is traditional published. Uh, but she has, so she has another series that I've read the first two of. Um, and she's on a hiatus on writing those because they're all menage, basically. Um, so it's basically Seven Brides for Seven Brothers retelling. What? And so this is the setup for the whole series. Um, this, this, these seven brothers, they were kicked out of their, their. So Katie Robert takes these, like, so the Olympus idea, she's turned it into a city. Like that's like how she does the Hades okay. telling. So seven brides for seven brothers. The set, the family was kicked out of the town. Her, their family was like a heavy hitter, uh, powerful family. Uh, they were backstabbed by the other powerful families and were basically to leave or they would die um so the brothers all went into exile and so there's like a yearly competition that like is basically like a fight for um power and the oldest brother Abel is like we're going and, and this I'm- is the dark olympus series no dark olympus is neon gods okay what's the what's, what what series is this this is well hold on. i don't know the series is called. let me look it up real quick uh the first book is Abel. the second book is broderick I think the third book's not going to come out for a minute. I'm read the third book out. Because she does a lot more. She also has a series that's like villains. Yeah, and I've been so wanting like, to read a lot of those. I read the um, the Jasmine and Jafar. And she does. I mean, her stuff is like really sexy, right? It is. Like high heat. It is high. It's, it's erotic. It's erotic romance. Um, oh, like, wait. She's got, like your dad will do. Sabine Valley. Yes. So that series. That's hilarious. That very much is a ten, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers uh, reference. Yes. So he, so the, the oldest brother wins this competition and gets to basically pick the brides. They get to take brides for each of his siblings. And so like he takes an old friend as his bride, which is a man. And his girlfriend, the man's girlfriend, comes along with them. And so the second one um, is the one that I read first, actually, because it was, it, the storyline appealed to me more. Uh, the brother takes the heir to the Amazon fortune, um, and he hates he hates her. She's a he thinks she's a bitch, but he has a best friend that's a woman that he's been in love with this whole time, but they've never crossed that line. She's a she's also a soldier, like so mm. she's like very very much rough around the edges, very tomboyish, and the Amazon heir is this like femme fatale, hot ass blonde beautiful red lipstick wearing stilettos power suits um and basically she seduces his best friend the soldier woman first because like at first it's almost like a game to her but then she falls for her because the soldier best friend is basically super loyal and super sweet and like super smart and just really swoony honestly very much like the girl next door character Mm -hmm. and the amazon air falls in love with her and like so they're banging and then she's obviously banging her husband because they had to consummate their marriage well they didn't i don't think they had to fuck honestly that was a little bit hazy on the deets on that it's been a a hot minute since i read this book too like and i've read like a thousand probably books since it but um but like the triangle basically it's really great because katie robert basically sets it up where no two people in their relationship would probably work as well as the three of them together works. Mm. She actually sets it up for a really nice, even policy. So it actually is a trouble. It's always a trouble in nice. the series. I think, I think the series is always gonna be a trouble. Oh, re- like, like uh, every book. I think every book is gonna be a trouble. Yeah. Interesting. The other, so 
it's this is also um every book is happening at the same time in this series uh she showed a spreadsheet of it where like the events are lined up but every book is happening in the same timeline oh my god so in every book you're getting glimpses of the other couple so like another one of the brothers um he had two best friends that both betrayed him basically by not sticking up for him when they got exiled and he takes but they got together after he was gone okay so he takes both he takes he takes the guy as his prize and the girl comes along with and we get a, a glimpse of him in a bdsm situation where he has them tied to a bed for days on end oh my god <laughs> um that's the kind of shit she's into <laughs> so uh the jafar jasmine is in is like a, a criminal syndicate retelling and jasmine um is pissed that she's being overlooked as heir to her dad's crime dynasty that is desperate measures desperate measures very good but yeah katie robert is um erotic romance she also has a series of like taboo books um one of them that i read was called your dad will do and it's she finds out that her fiance is cheating on her or maybe it's her boyfriend i can't remember if they're fiance i've heard of that and um so she goes to his dad's house with the intent of seducing him because there have been there had been like she there was like one time when she was there her and her boyfriend had were having sex out like by the pool and she knows that the dad was watching like mm. so like she there's already been like kind of like groundwork for attraction and basically she becomes the stepmama oh my god um and then she actually katie robert just started a pen name so she can just write straight up erotica with no happily ever after at the end mm. and that's under kate Oh no, I don't remember what it was. Cat, it's cat something. I just started following. I was like, she. How does she publish so fast? I'm like, she's a really fast writer. Like I'm pulling up some of these and just seeing what I was like. There's so many of these came out in 2020. Yeah, I'm actively looking at them on Goodreads as you as you mentioned them. And dang, I can't find the. Like I don't understand how do people write this fast? Someone please like make me write quickly. Yeah, well she does it full time now. I know, but I mean she makes. She makes real good money doing this. So. I guess it also is one of the things once you actually start making money, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit of a motivator to incentive. Is there? Yeah, she's really she's a really great story too, and it's like the last thing I'll say about it. But um, she talks about how she did not finish; she didn't go to college, um, and so there's a lot. I mean, like in in writing in general, there's a lot of like look your nose down at people kind of shit. Even like within the romance world, like between traditional and self-publishing and stuff like that there's a lot of uh i write you know whatever and like we talk about i mean i talk about how there's romance plus books for me like romance that are just go beyond the genre um but i don't think that necessarily that their writing's fantastic on those but i'm not saying that those are worth more than anything else for sure um we love our romance no matter what anyway yeah anyway you give it to me uh, and she makes she talks about it really openly about how uh, she had felt when she started like like that she wasn't gonna go anywhere but like now she makes six figures and, <sighs> you know has the a dream. backlog of like fifty books. Oh, uh, I was just looking and 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 to be fair, when you look at Goodreads, it says she has ninety eight, but you have no idea how many of those are like e-books foreign languages plus, or like ebooks plus hardcovers too. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes, yeah. But and so, and sometimes they'll show like. That might include things that she has. Uh, oh my god, what's it called? When you're an anthology or yeah. different things like that. She, so I mean, she on TikTok. One of the TikToks I saw within like the last few months, she said she had like about fifty books. That's still really fucking impressive. Um, but like, and they're I mean they're really they're really fun books. 
they're really great and i enjoy her but she she just she found for herself katesy wells recently and went through read her entire backlog and was tweeting about it and i thought it was just so fun that two authors that i just really enjoy that are kind of outside of my general wheelhouse of reading truly like both of them aren't really like with what i usually would read i may read mc novels but like yeah um the mc novels are even kind of different like i started the first mc novel i read of hers was number four in the series and it was a cheating book yeah and like uh it's but do you know what do i believe in the happily ever after that they get after he's cheated on her absolutely but that's all that matters and like she's just a fantastic writer she writes with such emotion even like and she's got this character that's running through the series that I can't wait for her book because I think it's going to be the last book of the series. It's the sister to the president of the MC who's like the lawyer to the MC. And she's been this like they've portrayed her as a raging bitch the whole series. Like no one likes her. But it's very clear as to the reader that she's doing something to help the club right now. Hmm. The first book starts with her cheating on her boyfriend who's in the MC. And then within a month he meets his new love interest and that's all she wrote and uh the, the the bitch woman harper is basically like he couldn't have loved me too much if in a month he was over it and everyone's like you cheated on him and she's like i said what i said and like she <laughs> she told she said to him at the end of his book she's like you're welcome so whatever she's doing for the club right now is gonna fucking rock and i can't wait to see it but like every book she like has like a showdown with the women there's whoever is the like the lead of the book She's basically saying, like, you're lucky to have the guy you have. Like, she's just hungry for love. It's, like, very clear. Yeah. But all the women think she's, like, either going after their men or is, like, being mean to them. But sometimes it's, like, the wake-up call. They need to, like, either beat the shit out of her. Like, one of the women beat the shit out of her, which is, like, fantastic. Jesus. Yeah, it's great. Oh, and like, there's, like, I will say there's lots of trigger warnings in all of the books. There's always something. There's, like, there's rape in one of them. Um, along with like a gutting <laughs> um, oh my god like there's cheating in one of them the first one i think might actually be the most non-issuey book of the <laughs> series because like i'm thinking they're like the rest of them have like a lot of problems actually but um there's like a couple that don't have big trigger warnings on them but there are some big trigger warnings i will say not for the faint of heart yeah and, but you know what super great writing i think she handles them really well so Interesting enough, I was just looking at uh, the author whose book we're going to be discussing on this episode. She also has an MC series. Hmm. Well, I might, I might just have to move yeah. on over that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is a good segue to today. We are going to be discussing book one of Ice planet barbarians by ruby dixon because why wouldn't we everyone else is talking about them why shouldn't we right sometimes we just gotta you know stick with the times and what what, what is hot and popular all over the fucking internet for uh, to be fair we went to do this like a month ago yeah. but we were way more on topic a month ago but <laughs> as we told you shit hit the fan so. yeah so let's take a quick break real quick uh i don't know why i said quick, quick there break. so i'm going to i'm <laughs> going boxes. to do that again so we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back to discuss Ice Planet Barbarians. Quick, 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 quick,
Stone by day and warriors by night. The mid-90s Disney cartoon Gargoyles follows the tale of a clan of strong and loyal gargoyles who find it their duty and destiny to protect their castle and the people within it at all costs. Whether that castle is in 994 Scotland or 1994 New York City. We were major fans of the show when it first aired, and now that it's readily available on a major streaming platform that will remain unnamed, here at Calamity Cast, we knew a rewatch was in order to see just how this show held up all these years later. Join me, Daniel Williams, and my co-host, Liz Zirkel, as we relive the magic of one of the best cartoons of its day and recap each episode for you weekly. Find Defenders of the Night at CalamityCast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, and we are back. Uh, I know I didn't actually give any book recs this time. First, because Steph had some really good ones. And second, because quite honestly, I've only <laughs> been reading <laughs> Ruby Dixon, Ice Planet Barbarian related books. So it would make zero sense for me to talk about any of them without us first discussing book one. Because... um. I have now read book one through 16 of the Ice Planet Barbarian series and am currently on book three of Ice Home, the spinoff series. (laughs) That's wild. That's wild. I was on vacation last week and was pretty much reading like one a day kind of thing. Uh, They're very fast reads. Yeah, they are. And I was just laying on the beach reading and sometimes, you know, finish one, start the next one, but was probably averaging about one a day. And then was in a car for 11 hours (laughs) to get home from Gulf Shores. So I've been reading a lot of these and my friend Sarah and I have been reading them together and discussing with each other as we go. So that's been fun. That makes it that that's good. Yeah. I only got through one of them. Yeah. I honestly think if you read more, you'll... It might be a payoff situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Ice Planet Barbarians. If you have been on the internet at all for the last month or two or three, probably two. It's a lot. It feels like forever. I know. But that's how the pandemic's felt to me. (laughs) Every every month is a year. I have zero sense of time. (laughs) <laughs> um you have seen if you're on tiktok if you're on twitter a little bit on facebook definitely on instagram you've seen people discussing these books which is hilarious because she started publishing them in 2015 so the fact they're and, and it sounded like they actually had quite a following then mm-hmm. but i'm still an un- unclear why tiktok pulled these out suddenly and made them super popular again. And she is still actively publishing in this world. Mm-hmm. So maybe that had something to do with it. But I mean, all it takes is like one person to say something and then it just happens. Especially I mean, if it's one person who has a following. That's hey, that's kind of what... I mean, Katie Robert has been seeing big gains from TikTok. Yeah. I mean, TikTok is like... And that's that's actually a conversation for another day. But uh, <laughs> aka next episode. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this will be more timely. Last month when we talked about doing it. Anyway, it is. <laughs> yeah, I think I. Well, from what I've gathered from the things that have like really gone viral, because there's some Wattpad books that have gone viral because of TikTok as well mm. on the site. Like they get like up to a million reads within a couple weeks because it's been on TikTok. Yeah. It just it's like one the right one person. Yeah. Reads it. 
and then more and more book talkers start discussing it and then suddenly at least in this case it starts taking over the entire top list of kindle like both sci-fi and romance it was just like all the books were in the top 10 yeah all of them yeah so just really fun to watch other uh romance writers contend with while they're giving their regular releases yeah like i don't like that (sighs) there was no shade but also like those uh orange banners are real important they are but okay i'm just gonna say something real quick about those orange banners and we'll probably talk about it a bit more next episode Mm -hmm. or whatever but i get kind of really annoyed when i see authors being like oh my god look i made number whatever but then you look what the orange banner is and it's like self-help in this i'm like what that's not even what your book's about yeah i know i hate that but the orange banners are really important if it is your subgenre. Specific. Yes. Because one of my friends on Twitter just hit number one in three of their subgenre. Shit. Because they write historical paranormal. So that's really exciting. It is very exciting for them. That means they're going to get some reads because they're like, I think they're all Kindle Limited too. So nice. The orange banners mean more to Kindle Limited, I think. I it, it seems it like seems it. At least to spe- Kindle Unlimited only writers, which are becoming more and more. Uh, prevalent you think yes in romance and like all of because i'm in like four or five different romance writing groups i probably need to join more and like a lot of them have made the shift to not wide open not wide release to kindle unlimited release only and they aren't seeing more money made it depends on your subgenre, i guess like but for the contemporary writers i know see i feel like meanwhile i know a good amount that have been pulling and going wide oh yeah no i know a lot of people are going wide but i see the money that is coming in for the people are going just ku but these are people that had been just ku for a long time and they're like i you know looking at the numbers and this and that like i I need to go and change it so it's very interesting to see like what works for who and why and i think if you're writing sports romance you should be kindle limited from what i gathered specifically (laughs) that subgenre of romance amy dolls you're doing what you should be doing homegirl <laughs> i've reread blindsided this <sighs> week i love her, her newest release I, is that blindsided no or, that's she has a new a new soccer one that i need to i i just San, it's santino's story with tilly <sighs> max's sister i need see this is the thing i i did read that that's I, a book i did read <laughs> i need to right now i i have keep trying to read other things but i'm so sucked into ruby dixon's world right now that i can't well amy dawes will hit you in the feels a little yes bit. she not, will it's not, it's not a fluff situation usually yeah well, i tried to make me cry a second time i read it the first time and sobbed uncontrollably when mac was mean to freya and then i did it again <laughs> <laughs> I was like last night crying, and George's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm rereading a book." <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I literally I was on the beach and I had finished one of of the ice uh, ice yeah the ice planet barbarian books. I was like, "Frick, I am not connected to Wi-Fi because I'm obviously on a beach. Mm-hmm. I can't go download the next book <laughs> unless I want to run up to the house, which I don't feel like doing. So I'm just gonna pick something that's else already like on my Kindle." And I started reading some random contemporary one, and I was like, where are my blue aliens? <laughs> and that's the addiction. So I mentioned to Liz when I read this first book, it really hit me like a Wattpad werewolf book because yeah. of the connection between the main two characters, which, you know, go ahead and give like a little. Yeah, a, let me pull up the first one at the very least. Yes, let me pull up because we're going to talk specifically about the first one, yeah. and then which you can extrapolate that into the rest of the series. Um. Because I actually started listening again. I started I actually downloaded the 
from the library because our library has all the Ice Planet Barbarian books on audio. So I've been renting them when I can't read. Um, So I started listening to it again because I was like, I don't even remember this plot anymore because I'm 20 books in. Anyway. Oh, this is a really short book description. Yep. Okay. This is the, the blurb. You'd think being abducted by aliens would be the worst thing that could happen to me. And you'd be wrong. Because now the aliens are having ship trouble. They've left their cargo of human women, including me, on an ice planet. And the only native inhabitants I've met, he's big, horned, blue, and really, really has a thing for me. So these, a lot of them are pretty, this is actually a shorter of the books. Yeah, I did notice that. This is like 188 pages. Some of them do get longer, like between like the two to 300 range. But like, they're not super long books, which is again, why it's pretty easy to just like blast through them. And they are all on Kindle Unlimited, which is wonderful. My one beef was I couldn't do uh, scrolling. I had to flip pages. Really? For some reason, I couldn't. I don't know if my app was messing up or something, but I could not do uh, scrolling. This is not. This has nothing to do with the book itself. This is just my frustration of reading this book. I could not get it to scroll. I'm so curious. Because I have my uh, default setting to auto-scroll, because that's how I like to read on my phone. Hmm. Because I hate flipping pages. Yeah. I like to have the next bit queued up. Anyway, but so when I was reading this, because of like the insta-love, at least from his side, it reminded me so much of like the werewolf novels yeah. on Wattpad where like the werewolf guy falls in love with a human girl that yeah. I've read. And I think that that probably colored some of my reading of it because I've just read so many of those. Sure. And like, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it is a really easy, fast read. It's fun. It's kind of silly. It's just silly, honestly, is what it felt like. Like, and I think maybe, so Liz hasn't seen a whole lot of it, but I've seen a lot of criticism of these books. And I think part of it, one, I think it's, I've seen it's a lot of more of the I writes like serious romances, uh, but then also it's like people that don't necessarily appreciate social media influencing what's read and what's consumed, which I think is stupid and like at this point you need to fucking embrace to that shit, it, dude. Uh, but like then there's also just like it's supposed to be a romance, and like anything else that's happening in the book is like just it's. I mean, inconsequential almost. Like, yeah, it's fun building the world and everything like that. But, like, let's be honest, what is the driving force of it? Um, And for me, my one beef was, like, sexual. Like, there's some uh, going down on a lady in the beginning. But then, it's like, you're, like, 45% and there's still no sex. I was like, well, what the fuck is this book if I'm just talking about fucking dog characters and snow? So... Take from that what you will. Um, I've also been recently, like I said, I was reading like this mafia book and like some MC books. So this really wasn't in my like desire to read. Sure. Train. Um, and I will say, fun. I feel, I, I feel like, cause these books do get pretty sexual. So like I th- book one, I will say is very much explaining the it's a very much a setup book it's like reading harry potter one yeah. there's not a whole lot going on it's setting up the entire rest yeah, of the world i, would defi- I know and here's the thing i don't know necessarily know that it needed that much setup it, that could also be my my own like reader situation because i read sci-fi and i also read like mm-hmm. fantastical stories that i felt like a lot of the setup felt like it could have been weaved in better but i feel like if the rest of the books don't do as much of it then it's fine so this book is interesting because apparently book one and book two were both released more as serials and then became 
books and then the rest of them she released as novels which makes it make a lot more sense i didn't know that before so that makes a lot more sense to why it's written the way it is because i was reading it and i was like this feels like a serial that was just slapped together and not really like cultivated into a novel and that's why if you look at it like it says like part one part two part three like it's six parts sure and they're not chapters, whereas if you move, like, book three, it's all chapters. Okay, that makes way more sense. And and I think it actually makes a huge difference because, like, part one of this book is literally uh, the main cor- the main character, uh, Gior- Georgie, Georgina. Georgie, yeah. Is it just Georgie? I mean, they, he that's what she calls herself. I mean, it could be a longer name. Yeah, Georgie. She goes by Georgie. Georgie. Again, I've read so many of these. I can't keep track of everyone. Georgie is taken from her bed and you learn in this book and then moving forward it's important that these women from planet earth mostly around like young 20s like 22 they're kidnapped in their sleep from their beds from these bad aliens and they're pretty much taken to be like slaves on the black market or whatever there's some that are like put like to sleep that are in like these chambers that are asleep and there's some that are like just awake like yeah extras is like what they called themselves yeah and so the f- first whole part is literally just like we're being abused and trigger warning raped yeah. and like all these bad horrible things happening and i feel like to be fair i read the first part and i was like i cannot read this and it took me like three weeks to get back to the book like for real like i just could not bring myself to read it i was like this isn't fun. <laughs> when I think I then was like, hey, by the way, I just read this part. Like, it gets better after that. And, yeah. like, that has nothing to do with the rest of it. And that's another thing is, like, I think she very easily could have made all of that condensed and more, like, almost like a prologue of, like, I was captured. The shitty thing happened. We crashed. Or, like, even, like, just start with the crash and then just mention that the one character had been Yeah, just, like, pepper in those details. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, with like even with the world building, like, she'll have, like, like paragraphs dedicated to, like, her falling down a hole and almost getting eaten by these puppy dog things. And I then, like how like, you're calling them puppy dog things when they're, like, yeti things. Yeah, but the, she the, she called them puppies. Well, she thought, and then she's like, oh, no, they're yetis. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in my brain, they're puppy dogs forever. <laughs> yeah, they're yetis or whatever. They're called Metlocks. Um, or no, so, something like that. Metlocks? I don't remember. I think, I think it's Metlock. I think you're right. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, so there's... But, like, the, she, like, spends half a... Like, a, a quarter of a part with her falling on a hole just to introduce us to those things. Yeah. And it really didn't serve any kind of purpose. Like, the guy... The, the old blue dude saved her. But, like... I don't know that that necessarily built. I don't know. It just didn't feel like it built. It meshed. And I now that I know that was a part that she was like posting it like serial. That makes more sense if she's trying yeah. to like engage people in the world. Uh, but like for me, there's like just bits. That I was like, this is like. We could have gotten there a different way. Sure. Um, and that's I mean, that's just again. No, I but think if, if the other books, I mean, there's 20 of these books. So I'm sure it smoothed out. Well, that's the thing is like you. I think she only planned initially on like three or four books and then they got popular and she started actually mm-hmm. hardcore world building because well, like you can feel that she's discovering the world with the reader and and by the time you read like book 10 you realize oh no she actually has like tricks up her sleeve right but like the first book is definitely feels like just like and then this happened and then yeah. this happened and like that's fine totally but like it's just when you're when you've come off books like what i was talking about earlier that sure like they're clearly like hardcore like plotted and like it 
it reads different. <laughs> and so I feel like you're getting, I, you, the listener, are getting a very different, two different takes no, on it. Because Liz dive, dove in and like, it, well, no, it's good that you did because you got past this part. I did. Which I'm sure you also had these thoughts. When you I were did. Reading. I yeah, did. Yeah. I very much did. And what yeah. that's why I had to make myself go back and start going through it again because I was like, I'm going to have a very biased and colored view because I'm so fucking in love with some of these other characters. Like there's parts of these books that have made me cry. Sure. And there's parts I'm like laughing out loud hysterically. Like in the car ride home on Saturday, I was like just dying laughing to the point that my brother-in-law and Jeremy, who were in the front seat of the car, were like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just reading my aliens. It's fine. Like, I got so fucking invested. And I think that's why a lot of people have gotten invested. Because yeah. they read the first one because everyone talks about it. Yeah. And then you're like, well, okay. And the, you know, the way she ends, she always ends the book where it hints at who the next people are yes. going to be. So like, well, okay, I'm a cur- I'm curious enough that I, I it's on Kindle Unlimited. Okay, I'll click and that the one. And the writing's light and airy. So it's not like it's like a, it's not hard to read. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe the storytelling isn't wasn't hitting for me. Yeah. But like the writing wasn't bad to where I would be like, no, thank you for another one. Sure. Which sometimes with like book series like this, I have like Yeah. Like, I've do not finished it and like i never going back well so the interesting thing with this is okay the, the whole big thing about these books that, that does play in every single book is these aliens i'm never going to remember what i what their alien breed is called but sakui or something like that uh they live on this ice planet but you learn that they're actually not originally from there either they got trapped there like 300 years ago. Um, spoilers. It's actually longer, but you don't learn that to like book like 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're giving you all the hot gas. All the hot tea. But they live on this planet that is an ice planet. It's very cold. It's not very hospitable. Um, and they only survive because they have this parasite thing that lives in them that everyone who's born or lands there has to have this thing entered into their body in order to breathe the air because it has toxic levels of something or another that if you you know live there past like a week it will kill you uh but on the flip side it lets you live but then it also finds your mate Mm -hmm. It, it so that's the whole fated mate aspect of it that once there's enough people that have this in them you start to resonate and so you're purring and like it makes you all super horny and just want to fuck the entire time and 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 then you just bang and bang and bang until a baby has been conceived because you can have all the sex you want without resonating and no one will get pregnant uh because their sperm actually changes once they start resonating it goes from like clear with no swimmers to milky white (laughs) And um, you learn later that, like, and it, it hints at it, but uh, when a woman is resonating, it, like, automatically makes them ovulate. Um, yep. So that's why, like, you, like, some of these people have had what they call pleasure mates, which is, like, your fuck buddy, uh, but it's not going to conceive a baby. But they went through the the, the village of the whatever the blue people the blue aliens <laughs> i'm so bad with names and words that aren't 
real, real language yeah. that my brain just has no concept of like remembering half of them That's even fair. though like I will type them out talking also, to a friend I will also my brain just say a word that I think it would be and like uh they'll talk that's what I called in the whole book. I don't even know if that's right. I think it's Vectal. Yeah, Voltalk is what he got called, though, in my brain. Yeah, I think it's Vectal. Vectal's the, the hero, and he's also yeah. the chief. So, of course, Chief Boy is the first one to find a human woman, and he resonates to her. Uh, but he's like, uh, she's like, I don't understand why you like me, because she doesn't have the cooey in but her. She's also like, but I will fuck. Right. But I'm down <laughs> to fuck you, blue man, because you got a clit oven. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, so uh, they have tails. It like hardcore, honestly. <laughs> without like the more serious world building pieces, it just kind of also read like a porn script. Like, <laughs> and then she saw his ribbed penis and was like, "Jump on it!" <laughs> <laughs> like without the sweet stuff that he does in his yeah. in his POV. Her POV was just a straight up porn script. It was, like, <laughs> Was it was actually very humorous and I liked that a lot because his was very much the like uh heavy mate I'm gonna protect you I'm gonna make I'm gonna get you this thing for inside of you so that you can survive here oh in the first half of this book they can't communicate because they don't know each other's language there's a couple of parts though where like the author gives herself a little bit of wiggle room on that like for some reason when he says soon in his language she understands the word soon which <laughs> soon is like a transient thing like it made sense when like she would understand when he said watch because you can kind of act out watch yeah and like mountain she pointed at a mountain but when he or says fire yeah like so when he's like talking to her he's like we'll go up the mountain soon she repeats back the word soon to him and like acts <laughs> like she understands and i'm like you're giving yourself a little bit of room <laughs> but that's fine it's fine because they don't know how to speak to each other so i'm gonna let it slide but i did like scoff at that and jordan's like what and i'm like i don't want to talk about it <laughs> well so the good thing is he's like he's always like when i'm reading things like this he's always like you get you get in the because he's the same way like we both get in the thick of it sometimes yeah because like, we do consume a lot of sci-fi in our house sure and, like, a lot of hard sci-fi and a lot of like communication barrier sci-fi so like when other when it happens and there's these weird little falls we're like <laughs> but besides that it was fun it, i enjoyed the pat down of like figuring out what the words or their body parts were that was cute yeah so they're trying to learn each other's language um he at this point is like this is my mate i'm with her forever and she's like whoa buddy what he's like really into me and i don't know why <laughs> yeah because at this point when they're not talking she doesn't get it at all well they stumble upon what he calls um the uh not ancient oh my god ancestor something like ancient or ancestor cave um which is the spaceship that his people originally landed in but they don't know what spaceships are because they've been on this place for so long that they've like gone back and are like practically cavemen and so they don't understand what technology or anything like that is like they wear skins of animals and they cook they don't even cook on fire for the most part they eat raw meat and they 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 hunt but she wanted to burn it yeah, the what is this burnt meat? What do you want this burnt? Anyway, so they find this cave, uh, and quote unquote cave, and it's and she realizes it's a spaceship, which is great because then she gets to have the language input into her, because uh, science. And so <laughs> finally, they can communicate with each other, and that's when she learns like he's like blah blah blah, my mate. And she's like, whoa, hold your roll, buddy. <laughs> um, 
But so he takes her back to their village, his village, and all the men, because there's four women in this village and all of them are already mated. So all these dudes are like, huh? Which actually was funny because I actually said to Jeremy, I was like, this is like seven brides for seven brothers, except on space on a different planet. Yeah. Because they're all vibes. That is the vibes. They're all just so horny and just want a mate so bad. It's not even just horny. They're just desperate for for companionship. There's in Alaska that the population is so skewed towards the male population that they legit will fly to the the continental U.S. to try to find wives and stuff. Because they're just, they're, you don't, you aren't going to like meet the girl next door. It sounds like She's- Rala. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch is already married. <laughs> oh my God. That's uh, very, very funny. But so, so this entire time, like she's hooking up with this blue dude with the magical penis and, and, and she's, and she's like, okay, but there are. 11 other girls that are suffering in the cold right now that we need to go save and so he they they finally get to his village and she's like hey but no like we We need we (laughs) we gotta go save them and when all the guys figure out oh there's a bunch of unmated women they're like fuck yes let's do this (laughs) let's go do this is it gonna be unpleasant (laughs) yup but does it matter no are they all as fragile as you perfect I'll carry one on my back. It's fine. <laughs> so they gather up like as much supplies as they can and go to go bring them back. But yeah, I mean, the, and that's the thing. It's I think that's why this book isn't as exciting as the other ones because it's literally Georgie and Vakal fall in love. That's great, but it's about getting all the women there. Yeah, yeah. It is. It, it does. A, it's the workhorse of the series. It's very much making a lot happen but it's very short it for is being, short for being a workhorse book it's very short so i will give props to that yeah she gets a lot done in 700 or 188 pages yeah um which is very admirable yeah honestly. impressive it's, it's very, very impressive. Imp- as someone who's a wordy motherfucker yeah. very impressive ditto <laughs> ditto i like i've started searching my my manuscripts for like certain words to just axe <laughs> Accent. Uh, that was one thing I was impressed by how much she did in that. But it does it does make it cumbersome. It is like the first Harry Potter. Yeah, that's true. That's a good. That's a very good. Yeah, parallel to draw. And I mean, and there's and I feel because the whole point of this book. I mean, she's feeling guilty. Georgie's feeling guilty the whole time that she's like, I'm being well fed and warm and getting orgasms left and right in my friends that are also uh they're just suffering and so she feels guilty but like besides that like the whole point of it is to get to the other women and save them mm-hmm. and so i don't feel like there's a whole lot of like not much more growth for her or veckel no. other she than she need to grow no like all those bitches she was the only one that had a plan yeah they all bailed on the plan yeah and she still made it happen yeah but i mean it would have happened anyway they would have been her hand wouldn't have gotten broken, probably. <laughs> she uh, hadn't attacked that guy or got him in there. They would have just been kicked off, and then that guy wouldn't have been in there with them. In all actuality, did not have to attack the first alien, is what we discover. Uh, <laughs> but we didn't know that. Yeah. And she did have the balls to do it. Yeah. And the rest of them did not. I mean, granted, they, we don't know how long they had been there for, but. Yeah. That's what she. I, honestly, I had no issue with her not really growing. Because she was already the strong one. She was already the strong one. And, she already and then had, she like, just becomes 
wife of chief. Yeah, it, it became it made sense because like she coped with being abducted pretty damn easy. She wasn't a screamer right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She made sense to me. I might read the next one just to see what it's like once since everything's already set in place, which I guess is probably how people get hooked into the series. Now, I will say book two um, has probably one of my lesser favorite heroines, but okay. has kind of a, a grumpy, jerky hero, and I like him a lot. I don't th- I, I just feel he deserves better, which is Ooh. I feel like it's kind of a hot take because a lot of people love them as a couple and love her name is Liz. And I think she's annoying as fuck. Liz was annoying in the compartment. Yeah. Like when Kira was just being realistic and like we could be on a moving piece of ice. Now, Kira's book. I like hers a lot. She's like I Liz just kept. Be like, don't be a downer, and it's like, no, it makes sense. She's a downer. She had the earpiece in. Yeah. She heard everything they said. You didn't have to live with that, but I'm okay seeing Liz get a grumpus. Yeah, he's grumpy, sure and he, I love him. I'm sure he makes her un- uncomfortable. So I might, want, <laughs> I might read it just to like see her get put down. And then I feel like after that, like it just like really starts like picking up. She probably finds the rhythm. Yeah, and I, there's a couple like I said. There's some really emotional hard hitters. Other ones are just like funny and goofy. Uh, there's some kidnapping. Kidnapping actually becomes um, a pattern amongst them because the guys are so de- desperate to run a- to uh, resonate that they're like, if I take this girl who I think is cute away from everyone else, of course she'll resonate to me. So kidnapping starts happening and, and Veckel as the chief is like, fuck. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop. Veckel's funny. I like Veckel. Veckel's very matter of fact. He is. It's the most matter of fact book. I will say that. This book is the most matter of fact fucking sci fi <laughs> romance situation I've ever read in my life. He is just like, this is the way it is. And she's like, I guess this is the way it is. And like, even though she's confused, she's like, I'm going with it. Because she's very go with the flow, which is exactly what works for. If you're the first to become the mate to a blue alien, you have to be going with the flow. Which is nice, though, because then you see her grow. I feel like Georgie gets her growth in everyone else's books, where she really kind of starts stepping up as, like, chief lady. Uh, And so, like, she'll put her foot down to him at times and be like, no, you have to understand it from the human woman's point of view. Sure. And, like, this is how we function. This is what we're used to. You all have to figure your shit out and, like, meet us halfway. And he's like, oh, you're right. (laughs) There's a um, series on Webhead by one of my friends, Layla, and she does werewolves that... So the world was taken over by werewolves because humans had basically ruined the earth. And the world was like, never mind. You guys can't handle this. And so uh, humans went underground and they were hunted by werewolves because oh. some of the werewolves had human mates. Interesting. And so the first book is uh, a human mate to an alpha. And they, uh, one of like the punishments is they like, it's, it's hard. It's, uh, they get taken in front of everybody and mated. And she tells him that I will fucking kill you if you do that to me. And he does it to her. And she absolutely tries to kill him. And it is fucking badass. Oh, my God. It's the same thing. So she basically, uh, the world has been humans are subclass. Mm. And um, when she becomes his mate, he's like, I don't think, I can't remember if he's the top dog in the world or if he's just like a part of like the council that are the top dogs. Sure. Pun intended. <laughs> uh, but she's very much, we need to have a human council that also gets to have a say in how the world works. Because... The way you're treating humans, we're your mates. You can't treat us this way. And so mm. she helps. So that's a very similar kind of like growth. And I enjoy those kinds of patterns. Yeah. I like when uh, the, the empower class has to 
heed and yield to technically the least less powerful yeah um but that whole series populates from that that woman's family so it's like her siblings who are not werewolves mating with werewolves and then like the young werewolves that she meets and takes in as her own and then her kids who are who are Hmm. it's very interesting she's a great writer she's also writing um a afro futuristic magic series and she just started she just started again up again on the second book first book (laughs) (laughs) anyway not to go but that's what this reminded me of a little bit too well and it's also interesting um well one thing that's interesting is that this book just it just like tells about a bunch of women who resonate immediately with some of the guys and they're just like oh okay well there are a couple now and it's you don't get their books until like book 17 through 20 or something like that like which Mm -hmm. is why i haven't read them yet because i was like oh these are flashback books Mm -hmm. one of them you actually get um sooner than that because it's a second chance kind of thing because um something happens where one of the aliens he ends up with amnesia and doesn't remember anything during the two years that the humans have been there and so they he she has to like re they both have to like fall in love with each other again even like they are technically resonating like he has no memories of her and she's really upset with the fact she's like this isn't my mate anymore like this isn't my husband and they had to like come to their new normal which is Uh that was actually i was like this is like pulling on my heart (laughs) i just read a bunch of like three amnesia books oh my god and like was destroyed by them yeah they're intense there's one called his other his other woman and it's about this middle-aged guy who goes he goes on vacation by himself after his brother dies and instead of going hiking he goes skiing gets a brain trauma and oh, has shit. loses his memory for four five months and in that five months he shacks up with another woman and is fucking her for two months and then his wife finds him and as soon as he sees his wife he remembers her oh no but he's like in love with this younger woman <gasps> And the younger woman gets pregnant. It's like a whole goddamn thing. And like he comes home to his wife and like it's awful because he it seems like he doesn't want to be there. Well, because he's stressed out about his kid because the the other woman has cut him off when he decided not to stay with her and to go mm. home with his wife of 20 plus years. Who has, sure. It makes sense why he goes home. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, you have amnesia and you've only had amnesia for a few months. Why are you fucking someone? Anyway, th- there's like plot holes. But if you can let yourself suspend, <laughs> if you can let yourself like let go of that, that like that's stupid. You yeah. Know? Um, it's just like heartbreaking. But like the wife ends up leaving her husband that had amnesia for six months because he's not he's treating her like shit and like he isn't like bonding with her it's just all everything's wrong Aww. and she falls in love with someone else and leaves him for someone else jesus christ and then he's like okay cool and i'm gonna go back to this other woman after it's been like 18 months i think at this point he find he tracks because the other one like went off the face of the earth tracks down this other woman and then like it's like he she doesn't want him she has a husband she was married before she met him she was on a break from her husband and her oh and her- my god this is the most complicated thing <laughs> and her, her and her husband are raising his baby as theirs and they basically like you don't get any say in this so he just gets fucked over by leaves. everybody yeah well and then eventually his wife comes back to him oh because he realizes he like when he meets the other woman's husband she stops being his like partner person gotcha and he realizes he didn't he was just obsessed with her i don't know if i could read that he, it was awful it was awful to read him like it was awful to read him compare his love for his wife of 20 plus years that he does remember all of it with a woman he was with for two months. Yeah, that's horrible. It was horrible to read. 
That's why I'm spoiling it so hard. Do not read this book. It's like not worth it. And I love angst. Yeah. Give it to me. But I would have preferred he had amnesia for a year and then nothing came back and then he got in a relationship and then it was years later. I could believe that. I could believe that being hard. It's been two months of you fucking for fun in some cute little boho apartment. Like, you know, <laughs> it was really hard. So I honestly like, and I felt bad for him because he did lose, like, but then he's like, he's like a little well, send me an email or send me paperwork saying that you don't want anything from me for the kid. He's like gives up his rights without any kind of a fight. And mind you, all his kids are grown. So it's not like there's like that kind of a conflict. Yeah. But his wife ends up leaving the woman he, she left him for and coming back. And she's like, I miss you. And he's like, and the, there is a nice, so once he, the other woman's shit is settled, we get it like two chapters of like him trying to date on like Bumble and shit. And he compares every woman to his ex-wife, mm. which is kind of nice. It like it like reinstates like your belief that she is his love. OK, uh, but I still don't think I'd read this. It's this is the last three chapters is when we get our. Yeah, no. yeah you don't want to know. That's why no. I'm spoiling it. But I needed no. to tell you about it because I read it and I was like, this is fucking killing me because I just there's so many plot holes that don't make sense. No yeah. grown man. We'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come home from the hospital with you, woman I just met, and fuck you <laughs> without protection. Anyway. Jesus Christ. Anyway, but amnesia shit bothers me, but it sounds like at least this amnesia is like they know that they're meant for each other, but they just have to figure it out. That's a lot less heartbreaking than like humans. It's just sad because like, but, like they have all those he memories. literally has no memories of them being together or their kid. And so he's like, oh, I have a mate and a child. Like what? And and for that kid. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty little baby, but still, like, and they figure it out, and they and and yeah, it's 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 really good, and that's when I was like, oh okay, her writing is getting better, and like other things like that, and then it's interesting after book sixteen, it's when the spinoff series Ice Ice Home starts, um, because there's various things that happen that more humans end up on the planet by various things, um. But so far in Ice Home, it isn't necessarily just about, like, the blue aliens. Like, there's other people that are around. So, like, book two I really, really liked. It's been, my, I think, my favorite so far of all of her books. And the hero's a dragon man. Sure. <laughs> Which sounds so bizarre, right? Yeah, there's been this big push on Twitter talking about monster yeah, I saw K- Katie Roberts had some stuff that she was retweeting. I saw that. Because, like, people won't, like, just straight up monsters fucking, which I think this is pretty damn close. This guy has, I mean, these blue aliens got huge dicks with ridges on them yeah. and clit nubs. Yeah. Like, I just feel like that's pretty damn close. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it, too. Maybe. There's a hunger for... Which I'm so curious as to, like, why and how and... It's just, I it's 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 not just Katie Roberts, though. I just, I've seen it, in, like, across the board. People want this, like... I mean, I get okay, cool. I mean, like, I will probably read one of them because yeah. I will read any. I'll try anything once. Yeah, but like, this is what, and then that, this series is like this feels like part of fueling that fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I and I wish I could like see some of the like fan stuff from back from like 2015 or 16 or even 17 because like she had a following because mm-hmm. she even said at the back, like, end of each book in her author notes like okay as long as people are still interested and in keep working on this mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah so it's like she was new but popular enough in that very niche world it's like we talk about you just find your the little spot and then just and work then just it do it yeah because there's like i mean i you know publishing we've talked about how publishing like 2010 
even like to 2015-ish, it was much easier to be like a self-pubbed on like Amazon and like just in general. Yeah. Um, I think we're hitting saturation again in social media being a thing that helps. Because like I'm in these groups that have like 10,000 people in them. Jesus. And like like readers groups, like, you know, for authors I like, like uh, Lucy Score, like one of her groups had like an insane number of people in it. And, like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, diehard fans in there. But there's, like, a point, like, that even, like, your social media presence isn't, I don't think, giving you a leg up as much as it used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, Especially TikTok in- is showing that, proving that by leaps and bounds. Like, this I this barbarian book series, like, no one was, uh, no one, I mean, quote, unquote. But, like, it had kind of gone dormant It wasn't, it wasn't bit. in just, like, the general yeah. mainstream. Yeah. And now fucking CNN had an article about it. Yeah. So, like, there's definitely a, and we're going to talk about this more in next episode, but, yeah. like, there's definitely, like, an element now of, like, wh- how? Yeah. Which how, is, do you, how do you social media? And how I think a lot of authors are more clueless than ever. I love watching the the panic. Well, it doesn't help that so many authors are over 30. Yeah. And, like, let's be honest, social media is a young man's game. Yeah. And young men are over th- are not over 30. <laughs> like, I even, I, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy social media, but, like, I'm not even savvy and yeah. I, I spend a lot of time on it so i mean but yeah we're gonna talk about more about that aspect of it but that's what this series kind of opened the floodgates and we've been talking about it a little bit more anyway because just as an indie you kind of have to so yep so next episode that's what we'll touch on so anyway uh ice planet barbarians by ruby dixon try it try it ice pro- those reads i i will say again trigger warning for the, at least the first section yeah. there's abuse stuff that happens there's abuse, rape stuff rape. that's happened uh if that's something that you are Technically like technically non-consensual because he like goes down on her while she's asleep before they've ever talked yeah that didn't bother me as much as some of the other stuff. But, like, if, if that... You woke up to a strange creature going down on you? She was weirdly okay with it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I think her reaction was why it she was... She slowly came awake to it. But, again, if you have triggers for that kind of thing. But if you do have major triggers, I'd say just skip section one altogether and just yeah. jump into section two. Yeah. Because uh, you don't really need, like, just know, you know oh, all these women were kidnapped and they were abused. Yeah, it didn't need to be all And they that. landed on this ice planet far, far away. Yeah, it didn't need to be all that. <laughs> like, landing on a planet's enough trauma to make people f- freaking weird. And you could just, that was my beef with it. Yeah. I think that's my whole beef with it. Part one is my beef. No, part one is. honestly, once I got past it, it was a delightful read. Yeah. But I honestly read that first part and I was like, I can't read anymore right now. This is like. Part one took me a while to get through. And once I got past that, I was good. And it felt clunky. It felt clunky because it's, like, she wrote in vernacular. So she has the main character describing the aliens, like, basketball bumpy heads and stuff like that. So, But you've got a rape scene being described as that, but with, like, aliens with... And, but also describing the aliens with basketball heads during a rape scene. Like, to me, I'm just like, this is, like, too juxtaposition for my brain yeah. to really deal with. So we'll have to put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode, too. Sure. Yes, I can do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Give it a go. I honestly give it a go. If yeah, it's you, on Kindle Unlimited. Fucking read it. Do give it. Her, give her the give her the reads. Every author needs those fucking page reads. Um, and I and like again, I I like if you make it through the book one and then you read book two. Like I got more into it by book two, and then after that, I was just hooked. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably give book two a try. Um, because I'm kind of at like a, I've read all these cheating books, and now I like need something different. Yeah, I need to change my pace because I 
Ben never grovel in those books, and I'm, I guess I keep waiting for the Holy Grail. That's why Kate C. Wells is so great. Her cheating book, there's a four-year-long grovel. Nice. It's sexy. Whereas in these books, the men are literally there for the pleasure of the women. Yeah. They get to choose <laughs> how down they are, how down to clown they are. But yeah. Anyway, it's been uh, nice. it's been yeah, nice. and, and we're going to record, I think, tomorrow for yep. the next episode, so we'll be good to go, and we'll... Get some shit rolling again, which is wonderful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, it's been lovely. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Yeah, back in action. All right, guys. <sighs> well, catch you next time. Happy reading. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you, so contact us at lnlsmutcast at gmail You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at lnlsmutcast. Find episodes of this and other great shows at calamitycast.com or wherever you find your podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Dick of the Week. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.